Hi, I'm Rusty Komori, and this is Beyond the Lines. We are broadcasting live from the beautiful ThinkTech Hawaii TV studio in the Pioneer Plaza in downtown Honolulu. This show is based on my book, also titled Beyond the Lines, and it's about leadership, creating a superior culture of excellence, and finding greatness. My special guest today is my youngest guest that I've ever had, and she's accomplishing big things. She is the founder of Brave Hawaii, host of her own TV and radio show, an author, a singer, and the winner of the 2018 Miss Teen Cosmos United States pageant. She is Mahealani Sims Talba, and today we are going beyond bullying. Mahea! Hi! <laughs> awesome having you here. Thank you for having me. Welcome to the show. It's Great to be here. I'm, I'm very excited. Very excited. Now, you are a recent graduate last year of Sacred Hearts. Yes. And you're 19. Yes, I am. How was your experiences at Sacred Hearts? I loved Sacred Hearts. It was my first time. I transferred in eighth grade, and it was my first time going to a really big all-girls school. So I didn't exactly know what to expect. But in my five years, I've had so many amazing experiences. I think a couple of things that I really liked were... One, all of the super cool extracurricular activities that we got to do. I was involved in theater for four years of high school, and I was also on the cheerleading team. I cheered for St. Louis and for Sacred Hearts, so that was really fun. And another thing that I really loved were just the, it's just the environment. The teachers and the staff, they were so, they wanted you to succeed, and you knew as a student that they would do anything to help you. And I made some really amazing memories. And I know if I ever have a daughter, I'm going to send her to Sacred Hearts also. <laughs> I just, I love it. I love that school so much that they've, they've taught me a lot. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's great to hear. Yes. And Mahea, your parents, Augie and Kim, obviously you've, they've done great yes. thing, parents to you. Yes. What's the biggest, most important thing you've learned from them? I've learned that no matter what, as long as you have a good support system behind you and you have somebody that's there to push you and support everything that you decide to do, you're going to succeed. I know that there are a lot of people who maybe don't have both parents or that sort of supportive system is absent in their life. So I'm really grateful that they've been able to teach me that no matter what, no matter if I fail, if I succeed, no matter what I decide to pursue in life, they're going to be there to support me and help me in any way that I can. And I'm, again, I'm like so, I'm so grateful because I wouldn't have been able to accomplish anything without their support. I hear you. And, you know, I know them as well. And they're, they're fantastic <laughs> yes. people. Um, let's, we have so much to talk about. Yes. Let's go, let's, let's go right into okay. um, the bullying. Mm -hmm. You were bullied when you were in fifth grade? Yes. Tell me about those experiences. Well, it was, I was 10 years old, and at that time, I knew that I wanted to do something to help people. I loved being around my friends. I loved being around people, my peers, my family, and I knew that I wanted to be a person that could give back. And I had a best friend at the time who was involved in pageantry, and we had been best friends since preschool. So I kind of looked up to her in a sense, and I saw that she did pageants. And I wanted to try, I wanted to follow in her footsteps, because I knew that through pageantry, they help out in the community. So 
I asked my mom if I could enter a pageant, and at first she said no. So I was like, okay, well, <laughs> guess I gotta wait. But then eventually she said, okay, you can do your pageant, and I was I was so excited. I decided to tell literally everybody that I knew at my very small school that I was going to enter in this pageant, and I thought. You know, being 10 years old and just being a kid, everyone would be like, oh my God, that's so exciting. Um, but this girl who is my best friend, she told me things like, oh, well, you know, you're not pretty enough to be in a pageant. You're, you're not smart enough to be in a pageant. You're too fat. You're not going to win. And hearing those things from somebody that I look up, looked up to, who was basically one of my role models at the time, I was like, whoa. Okay, I didn't know you could could be like that, but I decided, you know, I'm just gonna I'm not gonna listen. I'm just gonna do it because I want to. And eventually, as I continued to do pageants during that time, I actually did win my first pageant, and I was so excited because I had overcome this hurdle in my life. I guess I had overcome what these people had said about me, and I proved them wrong. Like I did win this pageant, and I am good enough to be in it. And so word got out to my school that I had won this pageant and they kind of announced it at an assembly. And I guess this girl and a bunch of, of her friends decided to spread rumors saying, oh, well, she didn't actually win. She just got appointed. They just gave her the title because they felt bad for her. And this went on for several years until it became so bad that I had to like beg my parents to pull me out of the school and get me out of that situation. So, and then I was, I was like, it was like 10 to 12 years old. So I was just trying to find myself in the world and hearing that from somebody that I looked up to was really hurtful for me. Yeah, and you know, it, it's amazing that, you know, the experiences that, that you went through in such a negative way, but how you ended up turning it into a, a majorly mm -hmm. positive situation. Um, you're also an author. You wrote a book called It's Okay to yes. Be Different. When did you write the book, and what is the book about? I wrote the book when I was 11 years old. It's basically a retelling of my personal story, but in a more kid-friendly way. I decided to write a children's book because I wanted to be able to relate to kids my age at the time. And I also wanted to be able to teach those kids and put a really good message into their mind at a young age. I know that students, especially young kids, when their parents or their teachers you know, teach them, they retain that. So when they see somebody getting bullied on this playground, they will say, hey, you're not supposed to do that. The teacher said you can't do that. And for me, I wanted to be able to instill that mindset into young children that it's, it is okay to be different. And no matter what your differences are, no matter if you, you look different or you do different things from your best friend, you're still valid. And you're, you can still make a difference in the world, even if nobody is the same. Um, the book... It's about minor birds, and I think it's really funny because all minor birds are the same, and it's about one minor bird who decides to be different from all the other ones, and she gets teased for it. And then in the end, they find out that it's okay to be different, and they become friends, and it's, it's just a really feel-good story. I, I wrote and illustrated it when I was 11, so it's, 
it looks like it was made for kids by a kid, yeah. which is kind of that feeling that I wanted to convey. Well, being an author myself, I, I respect every author now. I mean, it's tough to be <laughs> it, a, it really to write is. a book, any book. It really book. is. Now, let's talk about Brave Hawaii. And you're the founder. Yes. And Brave is an acronym for Be Respectful and Value Everyone. When did you start Brave and why did you start it? I started Brave Hawaii in 2013 when I was 13 years old. It was after I'd written my book, after I'd been able to go out into libraries and schools and read my story, a lot of people would come up to me and ask, what else are you doing? What, are you doing anything more to, I guess, express this message of, you know, accepting others? And I thought about it for a minute and I was like, what more, what more can we do? And I went to my parents and I was like, I have this amazing idea. <laughs> we should make a foundation or we should make an organization that, you know, teaches, goes into schools and teaches about the effects of bullying and how important it is to not only respect yourself, but to respect the people around you, your environment, your elders, and I wanted to be able to take my negative experience, share my story, and maybe touch the lives of another student, touch the life of another teacher, you know, touch the life of a parent, and be able to let them know that if there's, you know, if there's something going on with your kid, or if there's something going on in school, speak up. You should be able to have that courage to not only help yourself, but to help others as well. And I've been so blessed to be able to speak to so many kids because we hear there we hear so many stories and everyone is so inspirational. We hear all kinds of success stories about kids being able to get out of their bullying situation and it's it's really touching for me because I was able to help that person. I was able to give them that courage to speak out and share their story. I like I like that C word, courage, you know, and <laughs> yes. You also have, I mean, you also host your own TV show. You have a radio show. Like you said, you go to schools mm -hmm. to really share everything about Brave Hawaii. What kind of impact do you feel you're making when you're speaking at these schools? Um, kind of like I was saying earlier, I feel like the impact that I bring is to give kids that courage to, to speak out and to maybe maybe talk to a teacher about what's happening to them maybe confront their bully in a in a in a good way yeah. or maybe to talk to their parents and see what they can do to help them i know especially for me when i was in school i was really afraid to speak up i was afraid to talk to my parents about what was going on i was afraid to let them know that these people were saying such horrible things to me and i didn't really know how to go about it and i know now that being able to speak up and talk to your parents, talk to your teachers, really helps. And I know kids are scared, and I just want to be that voice to them. As a kid myself, I want to be able to tell them, it's okay. You don't have to be afraid. Because if you speak up and you, you, know, you talk to somebody that you trust, you'll get the help that you need. And that's kind of what we want to do with Brave Hawaii. Not only give people that courage, but also spread awareness. And so. If someone, maybe it's not happening to that, maybe it's not happening to somebody else. Maybe that person that we're talking to is not being bullied, but they know somebody who's being bullied and they can spread that message onto them. 
Mahal, you're making such a huge impact in our community, so much so that you're winning numerous awards, <laughs> and most recently, the Princess Diana Award. Yes. So it's not just in Hawaii, it's not national, this is global. Yes. How does that feel to win the Princess Diana Award? It's amazing. I never thought that the work that we do here on such a small island would reach that potential. I always knew that, you know, if you work for if you work hard for what you believe in, you will gain success. And I believe that, you know, we we have achieved success, but I didn't really understand how much we could achieve. And so receiving the Princess Diana Award is so amazing because it's in Princess Diana's legacy and she wants young people to be able to change the world. And they the Princess Diana Award really focuses on anti-bullying. And it makes me feel really special because like, I'm just a, I, I'm just a small, we're just a small organization from Hawaii. Like we work privately and you know, we, we do our best in the small community that we have and being able to be recognized on an international level is so amazing. It's always been my dream to be able to make Brave Hawaii something a lot bigger than just Hawaii. And knowing that People in England are seeing what we're doing is so cool. I'm just, I'm, I'm so honored to be able to receive that award. It's, it's really amazing. For sure. Um, you're the winner of the Miss Teen Cosmos United <laughs> States pageant in 2018. Yes. What is the Miss Teen Cosmos pageant? It is a national and international pageant, and it focuses a lot on community service and just being able to put your voice out there and being able to be not just a beautiful woman on the outside but on the inside as well and i really enjoy that message because i believe that everyone can be beautiful whether it's in their heart and they're deciding to go out into the community and you know help help the homeless or help people who are being bullied or you know make really big changes in their community or you know, be beautiful on the outside and be able to spread a positive message with, you know, their, their being. And it's something that I really love. I love that the pageant doesn't really focus much on outer beauty, although it does, it is, I mean, it's a pageant, but, <laughs> but it's not, but that's not all it's about. It's about, you know, what you do in the community and the amazing things that you're doing to spread a message. And being able to be the first national title holder was such an honor because I, I was able to spread my message about anti-bullying and about, you know, it, you, you are beautiful no matter what, even if you're different from your peers, if you're different from, you know, the pageant queen standing next to you, you are beautiful and you are doing an amazing job and you have a great message. And it's... It's just been, it's been wonderful, and I'm sad to give up my title, but, you know, I know that there is going to be an amazing girl who's going to be in my shoes, and she's going to be spreading an amazing message as well. Well, I can validate how amazing that pageant is, because <laughs> I was a judge a few months ago. Yes. And the girls, I mean, all of the participants, I mean, they're so encouraging. Yes. They're genuinely happy for each other. I mean, they're... They're so positive. They are. And they really are. Your mom and dad are the organizers of yes. that pageant. I mean, they're, the culture that they have 
I mean, it really, I mean, it's an amazing thing to see with, it is. with the girls. It really is. Mahal, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue going beyond bullying. Okay. <laughs> You're watching Beyond the Lines on Think Tech Hawaii with my special guest, Mahalani Sims Toba. We will be back in 60 seconds. Aloha. My name is Mark Shklov. I am the host of Think Tech Hawaii's Law Across the Sea. Law Across the Sea is on Think Tech Hawaii every other Monday at 11 a.m. Please join me where my guests talk about law topics and ideas and music and Hawaiiana all across the sea from Hawaii and back again. Aloha. Aloha, I'm Dennis Wong, a host here at Think Tech Hawaii, a digital media company serving the people of Hawaii. We provide a video platform for citizen journalists to raise public awareness in Hawaii. We are a Hawaii nonprofit that depends on the generosity of its supporters to keep on going. We'd be grateful if you'd go to thinktechhawaii.com and make a donation to support us now.